This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Feisty, fearless, and fair. Telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. And Dominic Carter in for Rita Cosby. Rita has uh, tonight and tomorrow off. I will be with you tonight and tomorrow. And we have a great program for you tonight where we are going to focus in detail on your telephone calls. A number of issues going on around the country. The number to reach us, 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. The left, the left and activists, they don't want you to know this. In the fatal beating of Tyree Nichols, the fatal beating of Tyree Nichols, we are seeing, despite the protests that have popped up around the country, we are seeing that the system works. The system actually works. The very latest information, three Memphis fire personnel have been fired. Three Memphis fire personnel have been fired. Two more officers in the incident relieved of duty. Two more officers in the incident relieved of duty. On top of the five officers, the five officers fired and charged with second degree murder. But we have a problem. America has a problem. And here is the issue, the dilemma we find ourselves in. And here is the dilemma. And let's be honest about this. Let's be quite candid, at least tonight, about what's going on. And so with crime on the increase, crime going up, shooting up in particular in urban areas in black communities crime going up we have got to find a way for the police to do their jobs and not have horrible situations like this that is the dilemma that we find ourselves in we have to be honest about this. Crime in urban America, crime in black communities is out of control. And we have got to find a way society-wise for the police to deal with the crime and do their jobs 
and not have horrible situations like this. That's one story we will deal with over the course of this program. I have been proven correct about the migrants. The southern border, the migrants that are popping up at a city near you, in particular more than 43,000 migrants in New York City alone, it's not about political persecution. In nine and a half out of ten cases, that's not what they're fleeing. What this is about is free stuff, free stuff, free, free, free. Taking advantage of the American taxpayer. You won't believe what's happening in New York City. You will not believe this. Dozens of asylum seekers are standing their ground refusing to leave a three-star hotel in Manhattan rather than go to a mega shelter in Brooklyn, New York, that the city has set up. So the migrants, and it makes you wonder, the busy street of 57th uh, Street in New York, where, where you know, that, that's what you see on television all the time, where, where the money crowd is and so on, and also Park Avenue. But it makes you wonder if parts of New York City are about to turn into El Paso, Texas. Remember with the uh, homeless, with the migrants uh, 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 appearing homeless and sleeping on the, on the streets? It's happening now in New York at this hour as we speak. At this hour as we speak, because the migrants have set up a mini tent city outside the hotel where they were staying at, the Watson Hotel on West 57th Street. This happened over the weekend, and they refused to leave. Why? Because it requires giving up their hotel room for a shelter. And they are saying no. They don't want to go. Chicago, Illinois. Chicago. Mayor Lori Lightfoot is an embarrassment, an absolute embarrassment. There's no other way to put this, folks. Despite the dire state of the city in Chicago, Mayor Lightfoot was spotted celebrating the Lunar New Year. Nothing wrong with that, but actually dancing in the street for the Lunar New Year as Chicago is being destroyed from the city that we know. Chicago continues to face a surge in crime, a surge in crime with murders up 61% this year. And the mayor is caught on camera dancing in the streets. The iconic Magnificent Mile, once a thriving hub for shopping, now has a 30% vacancy rate as flagship stores flee the violent chaos that has taken over the city. A number of issues we're going to get to this evening. Dominic Carter here with you in for Rita Cosby tonight and tomorrow night. 
But let's go back to our lead story, and then we will start with your telephone calls, 800-848-9222. 800-848-9222. My point is that we are witnessing that the system works. For so long, we have been told by activists that the system does not work. Well, the very latest, as it relates to uh, the Tyree Nichols uh, situation, is three Memphis fire personnel have been fired, two more officers in the incident relieved of duty on top of the five officers fired and charged with second-degree murder. We have got to find a way to police high crime communities and at the same time make sure this this doesn't happen again because what happened to Tyree Nichols is inhumane. But here's what doesn't help. Here is what does not help. Here is what throws, throws, that is, a match on the fire. I want you to listen to what a few on the left, what they have to say. I want to start with Joy Reid of MSNBC on the Tyree Nichols situation. If you have a heart, what happened to the 29-year-old father, skateboarder, FedEx driver, and amateur photographer should outrage you. It should shock and disgust you, as should the so-called brothers who chose to behave like a little blue gang rather than as black men. But it damn sure shouldn't surprise you. What happened to Tyree Nichols was as American as apple pie. From the start, the European colonies in the Americas were designed to produce two kinds of people, subjects and citizens. And violence was at the center of it all. Come on, Joy. Come on, Joy. I get it. Your million-dollar contract to sit up there on MSNBC and talk that nonsense. But this is what divides America. What happened to Mr. Tyree Nichols, she says, is as American as apple pie? The last time I checked, and I really want to hear from you folks tonight. The last time I checked, this is the greatest country in the world, the greatest country in the world, where there's opportunity for everyone, for everyone. And what happened to Mr. Nichols, it's inhumane, it's horrible, but as as American as apple pie, come on, Joy, you know better than that. But she's not the only one on the left making these outrageous claims. Dr. Rashad Ritchie, of a group that's known as the Young Turks. This is what he had to say. The system in decline. They would prefer you to believe that this is somehow isolated to a five, six, seven, maybe 12 bad cops in the Memphis Police Department. No, this is systemic, this is connected. And believe me, these men have done this before. Wow. Wow. 
Dr. Ritchie also continued throwing a match on the gasoline. Until the executives of law enforcement are willing to be honest about the problem rather than blaming the community. If these chiefs are willing to be honest about the problem rather than trying to make us believe it is isolated. This will continue and get worse. Interesting, interesting. That's not gonna help the situation that we as Americans find ourselves in at all. Dominic Carter in for Rita Cosby tonight. Rita has tonight and tomorrow off. We are going to take a break. When we come back, and we're going to start with your telephone calls, 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. When we come back, we're going to Bryan in Western Pennsylvania. We'll be right back. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. And Dominic Carter here with you in for Rita Cosby tonight and tomorrow night. We are discussing the situation, the situation in Memphis, Tennessee. Three fire department personnel have been fired. Two more officers involved in the incident relieved of duty. That's one of the topics. A bit later, on Friday night, I wanted to dissect the video from the attack on Paul Pelosi. And we could not do so uh, because the videotape had been released from Memphis. A bit later on in the program, we will do exactly that. We will do exactly that. So here, here is one of the questions that I have about the attack on Paul Pelosi and, and the video that we released. I'm still trying to figure out, maybe you folks can help me a bit later on, who actually opened the door when the police responded? And what I find rather shocking is up until the point of the attack. Okay, we see we see uh, we see Mr. DePap uh, breaking into the residence, but up until the point of the attack, Paul Pelosi is calmly holding a drink in his, I believe, left hand throughout this entire incident upon the police arrival. We're going to break it down, but I also feel that the 911 operator completely dropped the ball when Mr. Pelosi was trying to explain to her in code, apparently, of what was going on. Notice the word I said, apparently, of what was going on. And no matter how many times he said it, the operator just didn't connect. And at one point he says, well, the Capitol police. And she goes, no, this is the San Francisco police department. 
instead of putting two and two together. Let's begin with your telephone calls. And oh, by the way, folks, by the way, I mentioned the migrants. The migrants. My position has been consistent because I can see a scam coming a mile away. And the open borders at the southern border, that's what this has been about. It's not about political persecution. It's about getting to to American cities, getting to America, and in this case, New York City, and free stuff. And now, and now, you actually have migrants. The city of New York says we want to move you out of this hotel, the Watson Hotel, on 57th Street. So we can move women and children in and we're going to move you to a shelter in Brooklyn and Brooklyn and the migrants with their activists are saying, no, we won't go. Excuse me. Five minutes ago, you, you were you, your life was on the line and you were dying to get into this country. And now you think that you have the same rights as an American citizen. I want you to listen, folks, to what one of their activists a group working with them. So 57th Street in Manhattan is the money crowd. And you're not going to believe this. You have to listen carefully. In which the activist is literally telling some of the migrants that you may soon be able to stay in some of the empty, and this is laughable, million-dollar condo apartments so five minutes ago you were in another country claiming political persecution to get here and now you don't want to give up your hotel room and you're throwing away a a food at taxpayer expense you're getting free cell phones free 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 medical care and 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 if the women happen to get pregnant that child Born nine months from now, guess what? That child is an American citizen. Let's start with the telephone calls. I mentioned Brian in Western Pennsylvania. Good evening to you, Brian. What's on your mind? Good evening, Dominic. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, We listen to your 770 out here in Western PA. We get so much information. I heard something astonishing that I had to share with you. A clinical, uh, um, uh, a clinician called into a previous show, a fertility clinician, regarding the police incident. And he had said that many of his clients, and I guess in the industry, EMTs and um, police uh, folks are on what's called androgynous hormonal therapy replacement. We all recognize it as the testosterone increasing um, substances. And he thought that what he witnessed in that violence reminded him of the rage that can happen as a side effect of this therapy. And, you know, it's something that can unite this country because if it's true, we need to look into this and find out if this is contributing to the weird violence, the crime, the mental illness. And I just had to share it with somebody because I was so astonished at that revelation. Well, I I appreciate the call, Brian, and, and I will, I will take a look at the matter. I don't say something unless I mean it, so I will do that. We are going to take a break, and the Rita Cosby Show, I'm Dominic Carter filling in. 
We will be right back with more of your telephone calls from South Carolina to New Jersey and around the country. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And folks, this is Dominic Carter in tonight for Rita Cosby tonight and tomorrow. What I'm about to tell you is what America is about. This is what America is about. This is what law enforcement is about. The men and women of law enforcement around this country to put their lives on the line on a daily basis. A police officer in Las Vegas and a good Samaritan pull a trapped driver from a burning car. Think about that for a second. The officer broke a window and removed the man from a scorched sedan after he crashed into the center median and his car went up in flames. The sedan driving down the strip caught fire Friday afternoon after crashing. This happened about 4.35 p.m. The 3400 block of Las Vegas Boulevard South. The vehicle driving southbound hit a palm tree and caught fire, according to the Metropolitan Police Department. The officer broke a window of the sedan and got the driver out. A video, a video posted on social media by police shows a bystander helping the officer pull the driver out of the car just before it caught fire. That officer, this could this story could have a very different tragic ending. The driver was taken to the hospital. But the person's injuries were not life-threatening. The officer was hospitalized. And we hope and pray that that officer, for their heroic actions, will be okay, will be safe. We are discussing a number of topics tonight. Dominic Carter here with you on the Rita Cosby Show, filling in for Rita tonight and tomorrow. And we are going to go to the uh, telephone calls. We are discussing uh, Memphis, Tennessee, what happened there as it relates to the Tyree Nichols case. We are discussing the sad excuse of an, a mayor, Mayor Lori uh, Lightfoot in in Chicago. We are also discussing the, the mayor dancing at a Lunar New Year celebration when murders are up 61% in her city and businesses are fleeing rapidly and she's out dancing and also the migrant situation. I am telling you folks, it's nothing but a con to get to America to live a good life. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you got to do it the right way. You've got to get in line and do this legally. And these migrants around the country 
have become so bold in New York City, some are refusing to leave a hotel because the city of New York that is picking up the dime for all of this says, we want those rooms available for women and children. We want you single men to go to a shelter in Brooklyn. And the migrants are saying, no, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. Let's go to Michael. Michael in New Jersey. Good evening to you, Michael. What's on your mind? Yeah, uh, you were saying that the system works. Well, I have to disagree with you. I, I have to agree with Curtis. And if you think what I'm saying is incorrect, you see him when he goes off the radio and, and you relieve him. So you could ask him, Curtis, I don't understand something. Why was there no riot? I mean, they rioted for George Floyd, and George Floyd really was not a very good person. This guy that died, he was perfectly innocent. I mean, he, was, he had a clean record. He was a good, good human being. But they didn't riot for him, and Curtis will tell you. Very, very simple. White cop shoots white hoodlum, no riot. Black cop shoots white hoodlum, no riot. Black cop shoots black victim, no riot. White cop shoots black victim, holy hell breaks out. And that's the true reason. I don't, I don't agree with that, Michael. I, I don't agree with oh. that. And oh. here's he why I don't agree with that. The system, and this is why I'm saying that the system works. The criminal justice system, the district attorney in, in Memphis, you can't overlook the fact. Okay, listen, listen. I'll be the first one to admit that if a white police officer shoots an African-American suspect, oh boy, here come the live trucks. The live trucks will come nonstop, live reports around the clock, uh, dun, 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 news breaking story. I'll admit that, Michael, but in this case, in this particular case, the district attorney acted swiftly. The police commissioner acted swiftly. These officers were fired immediately, and they have been charged with second-degree murder. Michael, that's why the protests have been somewhat muted. Please didn't continue. They didn't they prosecute the policeman that shot George Floyd? Okay, okay, wait, 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 Michael. We, we, we got to deal with one set of facts, Okay. Now, are you really going to tell me that the Floyd case was just like this one? In terms no, of in, he, he shot a low life. This guy shot a good person. Okay, listen, but but in the in the George Floyd case, it took some time for the criminal justice system to kick in, right? Yeah, but they So did. so that that's why there were pro I'm not saying that these protests are right. I am not I I have never understood the logic of taking to the street and destroying your own communities. And in particular to hardworking people that are fortunate enough, Americans, to open a business to destroy someone's business when they had absolutely nothing to do with this situation. But but to compare the Floyd case to this case is almost like apples and oranges. Well, you're saying why are they rioting? Because no, you have I, I didn't say wait, I didn't say my point was the system works. I didn't say why they were right. And no, you, you just said you don't understand why people start rioting. Oh, yes, you're correct. You're correct. Now now I understand your point. Go ahead. 
because black and white hoodlums, you have Black Lives Matter and Antifa, which is all white, decide we want to destroy. We want to loot. We want to steal. Antifa is all white. They're low-life white people. White people have low lives, too. And black people don't have a monopoly on it. There's low lives in every race. And, and they want to riot. They want to destroy. And that's why. That's the reason that they do it. Well, Michael, your your comment about African-Americans don't have a monopoly on it, it's, it's kind of offensive to people of color. But but I but I understand your general point. I, I because you you have you have an entire African American community that is thriving around the country. Now, it, are there problems? Is there a big problem with black on black crime? Absolutely. But you have a professional uh, black class that, that around the country that's that's doing quite well. Let's go to the great state of South Carolina. Let's say good evening to Mike. Mike, welcome to the Rita Cosby Show. I'm Dominic Carter filling in. Late in the evening, Dominic, uh, way to pinch hit for Rita and also way to acknowledge like Rita does for the police and the veterans in our country, our once great country. And that last caller, I got to tell you, man, it is like comparing apples to oranges. No one should die the way George Floyd did. But George Floyd was a career felon. Absolutely. 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 And I, I have always had a problem. With the community yeah. holding up George Floyd, exactly. what 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 happened Mike, to him? What happened to him? Let me just state for the record, Mike. What happened course, to him should happen to no one. No one should die like that. But this guy was not a Boy Scout. Go right ahead, Mike. No, not at all. And I like what you said too. I, I grew up in Nassau County, Dominic. When Santos' name came up, it doesn't pass the smell test. So many things don't pass the smell test. George Floyd. I'll leave it with this. He had a loaded gun the night before a pregnant lady's stomach with a stolen utility shirt. Okay? What were they going to do? Uh, coronate him? Uh, make him into a saint? Are you kidding me? With BLM? And like you said, Dominic, you know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I agree, BLM, it's like giving them a green light. They can cause havoc. They can do what they want. You know, arson, uh, 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 violence in the streets. And every city that you mentioned, Dominic, I call it Chicago, L.A., every city. It's a killing field. These, these are the incident in Memphis. You know, I watched the video. I listened to the interviews of his parents and friends. He was a sweetheart of a kid. And these five cops who happen to be black, not one of them, you would think, would step up and say, hey, wait a minute. You know, this is getting out of control. And, you know, uh, uh, I'll leave you with this, uh, Don. you got other people waiting uh, you were talking about huh, the migrants. You know, they would fly the migrants in, Biden and his comrades, in the cover of darkness. And I wish they would drop off a few more busloads to the vice president's house in D.C., where she claims, oh, don't worry, don't, uh, you know, give me a break. And, you know, one other thing, Dom, I was going to mention, I made a little note here. I forget the gentleman's name, but it was the CONCOR, the Congress of Racial Equality. You know, Roy I don't think that's around. Yeah, I don't think that's around anymore. It's but you not. Think somebody, his son, somebody his son speaking. is out there still. Nigel okay. Ennis. You think some people would would step up and talk about black on black crime? Nobody does. Well, Among all the other things we got going on. 
Well, you know? I, I, I talk about it, Mike, and the reason why I talk about it is because we have to be realistic with every issue. And thank you for the call, Mike. Always a ple- pleasure chatting with you. We, we have to be honest when we are discussing issues. And I, I, want, I want everyone to keep this in mind. The Scorpion unit in Memphis was considered so successful that the mayor of Memphis, Tennessee, highlighted the Scorpion unit in his State of the City address. In his State of the City address, the mayor there pointed out how successful this unit was. And perhaps perhaps it had to go politically, given the climate, but here's what's going to happen. Memphis was an out-of-control city when it comes to crime. What do you think is going to happen now? What do you think the drug dealers are saying right now? What do you think the stick-up kids are saying right now? They are saying, happy day. Because as soon as the cloud of the Nichols case goes away, it's business as usual. Let's go to Richard, Richard in Pennsylvania, I believe, on the migrants. Is that correct, Richard? That's correct, sir. Go right ahead, please. Okay. The reason why I'm telling you this is because I think that uh, if I can get you to agree with me, that would be a great thing. That would help this plan to come true. I need your help to do this. Here's my plan. The first thing here is we, we, and I mean everybody listening to my voice, we've got to win the next election. We have to win the presidency. That's essential in my plan. Number two. And here's the key thing. All of these people that are these migratory invaders remain, are citizens of the countries from which they have left. They are still citizens in those countries. This is essential in my plan. And our candidate that wins the presidency must say this over and over again. We've got to get the body politic of this country to understand that these people are citizens of the countries from which they have come. Number and, two. And, 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 Richard, I only got about 20 seconds left. What, what will that accomplish? It will accomplish the ability of our government then to negotiate with their state departments. And this, again, essential to establish contact with these people and bring them back to their country. That's not, I, I hear you, Richard, and, and I love the idea, but that's never going to happen. If they're here in greener pastures, they are not going to want to go back to their country. It's about free things. It's about the good life, and that's that's what they're experiencing. I've got to take a break. I see Maria in Manhattan says she would stop all services for the migrants. I say you go, Maria. We are going to take a break. Dominic Carter in for Rita Cosby. We will be right back. The Rita Cosby Show.
Dominic Carter in for Rita Cosby. Rita is off tonight and tomorrow. I will be with you tonight and again tomorrow. And I am greatly enjoying the conversation. These migrants never should have been let into the country. That's the bottom line. Something has to be done at the southern border. And if the city of New York says we're moving you from one location to the other, you be grateful and accept what's being done. If you don't want that, then how about this? A real easy solution. Get out of the country. How about that? How about that? Back to the telephone calls, 800-848-9222. Maria in Manhattan, New York. Maria, go right ahead. Hey, Dominic. Thank you. I am so appreciative of what you're saying. I have to tell you, I am, am I allowed to say pissed? That's what I am. Um, I was going to go down to the Watson Hotel. I have to tell you, Dominic, I'm struggling. I'm a native New Yorker, born and raised in this country, and I am struggling. They are stopping our uh, EBT benefits that were the emergency allotment benefits for the pandemic, but now we have unbelievable inflation. Let me tell you something. That's going to bring me down to $23 a month, okay? I'm so sorry to hear that, Maria. I'm so sorry to hear that. That hotel, thank you, Dominic. That hotel has a pool. It has a game room. I looked it up. It's a pool table, too, and a bar. And I have to tell you, I have none of that. I live in a small studio, barely making it in New York City. And I am so angry. They should, the easy fix, don't give them any services until they go through the proper channels to become a citizen. They should. I kind of agree with Richard, the caller before, to a degree. Um, They are still the citizens of the countries from which they came, and they are not entitled to the pool, the bar, and the benefits that struggling Americans are entitled to. And that's my story. Um, Thank you so much for bringing it to the attention of everyone. Maria, you know, hardworking Americans like yourself. Uh, that, yeah. And when I say hardworking, at one point, you, you know, I don't know if you're retired now, but at one point uh, you worked, you paid your taxes, you did what you had to do to survive uh, to make it. And as you mentioned, now you're in a studio apartment. and yes, barely making it. It's a subsidized apartment. And I worked 20, 30 years, paid my taxes, had to travel to my job two and a half hours each way. And I ended up having a catastrophic illness, which wiped out my savings. And I was on a good track until I got ill. And now I collect Social Security disability, which I am entitled to. And I have to tell you, I can't make ends meet. And they are getting things handed to them. Granted, they're starting out, I understand. But they are here illegally. That whole asylum, I was going to say a word, I know I get beeped off. Um, That whole asylum claiming, you know, I'm seeking asylum because, you know, I fear for my life and my country is a lot of baloney and you know it, I know it. Maria, I don't know. Dominic, is the answer don't pay taxes? 
because we no, are. No, 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 no. You, you, you don't want to do that because then the IRS will be right outside your door. Uh, you, you don't want to do that. What I was going to say sarcastically is that, and I'm not really a person that appreciates sarcasm. What I was about to say is maybe you and I should leave the country and then come back in and say that we're fleeing political persecution in our countries, and we'll make up some Latin America, uh, Latin American country, and then we can get a free apartment, and and we can get, let's see, the free housing, and let's see, we can get the free food, and and if you and I don't like the food that day, we can just throw it out because it doesn't matter, you know, and and we can get free phone cards and free cell phones and free, free, free. And, yes. and, and, and I, you know, I'm, I'm listening to, to your account, Maria, of what happened to you in, in terms of your life. And it's heartbreaking. It, it's heartbreaking. It's not right. It's not fair. It's not fair. They're being treated better than we, the way we treat our veterans. We don't put veterans in these types of three-star hotels. And, I, I'm in a part of town where there are three people on one block asking for money. When they ask me, I mean, I'm like, they know me now. I'm like, you know, I should be the fourth person on the block. Um, It's getting crazy. It's getting out of hand. And nobody in the Biden administration is doing anything. It's so frustrating. I was going to go down to the Watson Hotel today to talk to those advocates and set them straight. But I couldn't afford the bus fare, to be honest with you. I get my check soon, but I really had to think about what's more important is to buy food or to go down there and voice my opinion. And I'd probably be an army of one. So I said, oh, let me call Dominic tonight <laughs> and, well, and I'll I, reach more people that I, way. I'm, I'm glad that you called, but but I'm terribly upset that it's an option for you of either taking public transportation uh, or or having money to get food. That That is, thank you for the call, Maria. That is simply disgusting, and it's not the American way. It's time to end this con with the migrants. We're all paying too much. We have a lot to get to. We will continue on Tyree Nichols in Memphis, Tennessee, and a lot of issues. We will be right back, folks, here on the Rita Cosby Show. Dominic Carter filling in for Rita. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Dominic Carter in for Rita Cosby. Rita has today and tomorrow off. I will be with you during this time. So we see your telephone calls. 800-848-9222. The Tyree Nichols case out of Memphis. The migrants declaring they don't want to leave their hotel room and go to a shelter and refusing to leave and then camping on the streets of New York City. I will tell you how I would deal with that issue in in just a few minutes. Another issue. So, Mayor Lightfoot of Chicago, your city is practically on fire. 
Children are victims. Children are dying of stray bullets. And what does you do? What do you do, Madam Mayor? Hey, let's dance. And that's the mayor you're listening to say, hey. She's just having a ball. So, Madam Mayor, how did you like that dance? The Lunar New Year? The young people are performing? Mayor Lightfoot decides to break out a move. The mayor of the city decides she wants to dance. There's nothing wrong with dancing. However, Chicago continues to face a surge in crime. Murders are up 61%. Go for it, Mayor Lightfoot. Let's dance boogie-woogie. The iconic Magnificent Mile, once a thriving hub for shopping, is now grappling with a 30% vacancy rate. Let's party, Madam Mayor, as flagship stores flee the violent chaos that has taken over the city. Mayor... Madam Mayor Lightfoot is is rightfully being called out on this. I want you to listen to someone who's a good friend of mine, retired NYPD Lieutenant Darren Portia. What he had to say on Fox regarding Mayor Lightfoot. In Mayor Lori Lightfoot's defense, she was incompetent, and we knew that prior to her taking the position of being the mayor. She's on her heels right now in the wake of the upcoming election. I don't believe that she has a genuine understanding of how to reduce crime. And I see what she's doing is reflective of Bill de Blasio when he was the mayor of the city of New York. I think we've we've really understood the fact that she is not the plausible candidate to advance the agenda of public safety in Chicago. Therefore, we need to or she needs to just step back and let the new mayor come in upon being elected and make the necessary changes because that city genuinely needs to see precipitous drops in crime, but they haven't been delivered by Mary, Mayor um, Lightfoot. Let's dance, Madam Mayor. Let's do it. This is what Jimmy Fallon had to say on Fox. It looks tone deaf, but the reason people have an issue with it is because the dance move she's been doing is the hustle. Like, look at the numbers on Chicago, not just in the terms of crime, but in the terms of businesses. Everything downtown is vacant. Um, You know, there's a direct correlation between high rates of violent crime and low rates of economic opportunity. So the fact that people don't feel safe, you know, spending money in Chicago is also driving up the crime numbers in turn. And she has looked indifferent. Looked indifferent. Mr. Fela appearing on uh, on Fox <laughs> looked indifferent. That that that's being terribly too nice. She is completely incompetent. I said it, and it should be said. Fela on Fox continued. People weren't complaining about the murder rate because she was black. They were complaining because black people were getting killed in record numbers. Mm -hmm. And she's always demonstrated this indifference. And that's the biggest concern. Like, you can get out there and dance, but it's going to look tone deaf because under Lori Lightfoot, Chicago's number one business chain is a place called Space for Rent. Everyone's Mm -hmm. leaving. Space for Rent. Everyone is leaving. And you see, that's my point with the Tyree Nichols case. Inhumane what happened to that young man, but the system is working 
the five officers have been charged with second-degree murder, fired. Two other officers uh, removed from duty. Three fire department personnel uh, fired. But what does not help the situation? What does not help the situation? And we're going to go right back to your telephone calls in just one second here on the Rita Cosby Show. Joy Reid on MSNBC. Listen, just please listen to what she has to say. If you have a heart, what happened to the 29-year-old father, skateboarder, FedEx driver, and amateur photographer should outrage you. It should shock and disgust you, as should the so-called brothers who chose to behave like a little blue gang rather than as black men. But it damn sure shouldn't surprise you. What happened to Tyree Nichols was as American as apple pie. From the start, the European colonies in the Americas were designed to produce two kinds of people, subjects and citizens. And violence was at the center of it all. Joy, I'll pass on the uh, history lesson from you. But what happened to Mr. Nichols is as American as as American as as apple pie. Uh, Are you serious? The things people do to justify that million-dollar paycheck. The things people do. Doesn't matter. Destroy the country. Destroy us all. Hey, I'm paid. That's the only thing that matters. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Let's begin with Rocco, Middletown, New York. What's on your mind, Rocco? Hi. um, I don't think the, the migrants should be blamed. The gates were open, uh, federal government let them in, and now uh, they should not be blamed for being here because, in fact, they were kind of inadvertently invited. So what I think uh, these mayors and governors should do is sue the federal government for the expenses for every migrant until they become of legal status. Federal government should pick up the tab. Okay, so, Rocco, I want you to listen to something in a second, but I, but I want to ask you this question here. So you said don't blame the migrants, blame the politicians. Okay, well, wait a second. Should they be allowed to decline to leave a facility because they don't want to go to the other facility that where they're also not paying a dime for? Should they have that right, Rocco? As long as they can get away with it, the answer is yes. And so... I don't know if you just heard our last caller in which she's in a studio apartment, barely making it like 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 many Americans. And we should just continue to be bled dry for for a bunch of scam artists. No, I did hear what she said. Again, these guys came here. uh, They could have stopped them at the border. If they if you have a law and you don't enforce it, that law might, might as well not exist. In fact, it doesn't exist. It is not enforced. In this case, it's not being enforced by the federal government. I sympathize for the woman, what she's going through. I totally understand. But it's not the migrants' fault. Okay. Well, hey, Rocco, I, I do appreciate They don't create the budget. They don't create the budget. They have nothing to do with where, who gets paid what. Right. They're they, trying to take right. advantage they, they, for, they, for they themselves, just, and they're doing it. They just want to use American taxpayers. But would you at least admit that, Rocco, that that's what's going on? Well, at the courtesy of American taxpayers and hoping someday they'll become citizens and they'll contribute again to the to the economy. I'm just saying again, they're coming here for better opportunities and the federal government should take responsibility for them. Mm. Okay, Rocco, thank, thank you. Thank you for the call, Rocco. Thank you. 
But but here's my point, and I'm going to tell you folks right now what my solution to this would be. Here is my point as far as the the migrants go. I've I've been covering politics for close to 40 years, and I am telling you what's going to happen in nine months. In nine months, how many babies do you think are going to be born from the migrants that are in America right now? So the first scam is to get here. Okay, we're here. So what's the second scam? To plant seeds and become pregnant. We have to call this for what it is. And why is that the second step in the process? Because once that child is born, that child is an American citizen. And even if you're booted from the country, they're going to use that child to years in the process to try and make it back to America. And who's going to pay for that woman to have that baby? Who do you think is going to pay for that? Who do you think is going to pick up the tab for that? Who do you think is going to pay for her clothing, her housing, her daycare? Who do you think is going to pay for all of this, folks, at at the end of the day? And I want you, before I go to the uh, to the next call, I want you to hear one more time, as it relates to New York City, you have the migrants that are, camping out of a hotel because they refuse to leave the hotel and go to a shelter in Brooklyn. So if I'm the mayor of New York City, Mayor Carter, what I would do is real simple. First of all, when they first arrived here, I would have turned around the the buses at the New York City Port Authority. That's number one. If you're in Seattle or whatever city you're in, in Tennessee, the moment the buses arrive, uh, 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 uh-uh-uh-uh, There's a nicer place uh, five five miles outside the city, 10 miles outside the city, 100 miles outside the city. But as it relates to the migrants that are boycotting, I can't believe I'm saying this with a straight face, that are boycotting the Watson uh, Hotel on 57th Street in Manhattan. They've set up their tent cities outside the hotel. Okay, fine. What Mayor Carter would do? Let them set it up, and overnight, I would send in, as the city has done before, the NYPD and the New York City Sanitation uh, Department, and I would destroy all of their shantytown, and then I would tell them they're ineligible for services because they declined them. So you can stay here, do whatever you want, but you're not going to get city services anymore because you were arrogant enough to tell us where you are not going and a country where we're showing, showing great, great uh, uh, welcoming Matt to bring you into the country. We are going to take a break. When we come back on the Rita Cosby show, Dominic Carter filling in, we'll have more of your telephone calls. The Rita Cosby show on the red apple podcast network. Show presents Support Our Heroes. Dominic Carter here with you tonight in for Rita Cosby, and this is a great story. A Medal of Honor recipient and Boston veterans gather 
They do this frequently at St. Anthony's Shrine. So on the last Monday of every month, the last Monday of every month, veterans from around Boston, Massachusetts, gather to serve and eat lunch together, a program fostered in part by the continued service of a special Navy veteran by the name of Thomas Kelly. Volunteers, they all get together, and this is coordinated coordinated with the New England Center and Home for Veterans. And they also have all types of services uh, that, that are for the veterans when they get together. And they, the meals are staffed by volunteers who also happen to be veterans. And so this is following the announcement of the veteran that I just mentioned, Thomas Kelly, who's from Boston. He will receive the distinction, if you will, of having a Navy destroyer named in his honor as he was awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor by President Richard Nixon following his heroic his heroic at a battle in Vietnam that cost him an eye and damaged part of his skull. Kelly served in the Navy for more than 20 years before becoming the Massachusetts Secretary of Veteran Services. And even now, at 83 years of age, he passes out potatoes and he is continuing his service to the veteran community. Bravo for all the men and women of our country that serve our country distinctively and protect all of us and keep all of us safe. We have a number of issues on the uh, table tonight. Dominic Carter in for Rita Cosby. I'm with you tonight and tomorrow. Rita is back on Wednesday. Let's move with the telephone calls. Let's begin. Uh, and the number to reach us, 800-848-9222. Dave in Pennsylvania. Good evening, Dave. What's on your mind? Hi, Dom. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I just want to respond to what Rocco was saying, you know, about having the federal government have to get involved. Well, that's exactly what the Democratic Party wants, is to create a humanitarian crisis that's going to rise to a threshold, to a, a crisis level that's going to have to be bailed out. And we're all going to end up paying. And so the American taxpayers are going to be paying, our kids are going to be paying more debt. And just to get these to try to fund them, I don't know, Housed all these illegal immigrants, which will be, which are currently being groomed to be perfect, dependent Democratic voters. So, I mean, I just think that's exactly what the Democratic Party is aiming at and, in the long and, run. And and Dave, I I, I think you're I think you're right. I, I think you're accurate in your assessment. Uh, bottom line, though, Dave, this has to stop. It, it has to stop. We yeah. we can't we can't afford well, to keep doing this. I, I don't I agree with you. I, I think, like I say, one more thing. I mean, if we really want to resolve the problem, I would say look at uh, each of these migrants or their families, give them two or $3,000 and return them back to their country of origin. That'll be cheaper. I mean, what <laughs> you, can we do? You, you know what, Dave? That's an excellent idea. It would be a lot cheaper, a whole lot cheaper. As a matter of fact, that would cover about a month's rent in New York City alone to house these migrants. 
for one migrant. And so just pay them to leave, pay them to go. And frankly, I don't care where they go. But it's not right, Dave. I I thank you. I thank you for the uh, for the uh, for the call. Let's go to Charles in Queens, New York. Charles wants to talk about, I believe, the Tyree Nichols uh, case in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Charles, are you with me? Correct. Correct. Hi. Hi. Uh, great show, Dominic, as usual. Thank you. Um, okay, you're welcome. Um, I want to posit that perhaps, even though this harrowing, tragic horrifying uh, incident is inexcusable. Perhaps it is a little bit explainable. What I want to say is that I feel very strongly that a certain percent, and I, I, I wonder, Dominic, if you'll agree and what percent you'll agree with, that the regressives, and by anybody sensible person would even call them progressives, beats the hell out of me, why these regressives are responsible to a certain degree. Why? The police feel totally not backed up by anyone, except by Rita, perhaps, and some right-wingers. Rita does a great job every show, as I'm sure you know. This is the Rita show, uh, you know, praising the police and the veterans and so on, which is beautiful. So nobody goes over to a cop and says, thanks for protecting me. Hey, Charles, wait, Charles, 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 do do me a favor. Hold your thought for one second through this commercial break. If you don't mind holding on, we have got to take a break, and I want to continue with this topic. Plus, I want to finally get to the Paul Pelosi tapes that were released on Friday. We will be right back. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Dominic Carter filling in for Rita Cosby. Rita has tonight and tomorrow night off. We have a number of topics on the table. The migrants, the nerve, the nerve. Tyree Nichols, the case in Memphis, Tennessee. What happened to him is inhumane. But we are seeing the system working. And that's a good thing for our country in terms of the criminal justice uh, system. The tapes with Paul Pelosi. I want to get to that this half hour. The mayor of Chicago, oh, she wants to dance. Murder up 61%. She wants to dance. Businesses fleeing Chicago in large numbers, but she wants to dance, literally. Way to go, Mayor Lightfoot of Chicago. I was just chatting with uh, Charles in Queens about the uh, Tyree Nichols uh, case. Uh, Charles, continue, please. Thank you. So basically, I'm, I'm trying to explain why the regressives are quite responsible to, uh, to a certain degree, even though it's inexcusable what these officers did. But why? Nobody's backing them. Ben Ferguson, I never heard of him, but the O'Reilly had okay, him on. Okay, Charles, I have a lot of calls. you got to tell me okay, why. Okay, get get to why. Sense. But basically, he was saying that a murderer was let loose. I don't know if it was bail or not bail. The, the officers are not being backed up by anyone. We all know that. They can be sued civilly and so on. The pension is being taken away. They can't do a headlock. They can't do anything. And they're not going to be backed up by anyone. They're the criminals. Look what happened with the bodega guy. It, 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 it's anarchy. $1,000 you can steal. Why do we go to college? Not only for education. To, to make a living. 
their living is being taken away and businesses are going out of business. It, it, it's anarchy. The, the fentanyl, the border, I can go on and on and on, but not in this show right now. So the point I'm trying to say, they're not being backed up by anyone. What happens, and it's a war zone, according to Ben Ferguson, literally the worst in, in America. So the officers, I'm imagining, I did not see the video, I did not hear exactly what happened, uh, uh, the, the audio. However, I'm imagining. The officer said, put your hands behind your back. He's totally innocent, 29-year-old black man, totally innocent. It's so sad. So he probably said, why? Why should I? No, no, that, but needed. Charles, we, we, can't, we can't distort what happened. I appreciate the call. That's, I don't know. Not, that, that's, I that, I, that's, I not, that's know. not, yeah, that's not what happened at all. They approached him super aggressive, berating him, cursing at him, and the officer opened the door and immediately tried to throw him to the ground. So that's not what happened at all. But I appreciate the call, Charles. We we have a lot of calls. Let's go from uh, Queens to Boston. Jennifer, what's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Hello, hello. What's on your mind, Jennifer? It's so nice to hear you. Um, I just wanted to speak briefly to two, two of the points you brought up, if I could. Um, on the migrants, as we're calling them. I don't know why we're not calling them illegal aliens, because even if they're seeking asylum, they've gotten to the country illegally. They didn't come in the way they were supposed to seeking asylum. But that said, um, that's all I could say is the unmitigated gall. <laughs> I watched many videos today out of New York. Um, I, I was sickened by what I saw. I Sadly, I wasn't surprised, but I was sickened. Um, by the the fact that these people were so entitled um, to have what we have all worked so hard for, people like you, people like me, your family, my family. Um, I, I just think it's disgusting that we have these people out here taking up space on the sidewalk, blocking things because they can, demanding things because they can. And we have these people that are hustling legal aid, all these people, and when I hear they say, there's only basic beds there. Well, you know what? When my father was in the service fighting for this country, you know what he slept on? A basic bed, okay? And he had to share a latrine with a lot of people when he was a yeoman aboard ship, okay? And I am so sick of it, Dominic. I am sick beyond measure. When, when my uh, godson was fighting for this country in Iraq on four combat tours, you know what? He didn't have a latrine. So I'm just so sick of this entitled, like you said, it's graft. They know what they're coming here for, and they know they're going to get it. I'm not saying every one of them's a bad person, but you know what? They're, they're not obeying our laws. A lot of them are just out for themselves to get what they can, sucking out the teeth of this country, and I'm sick of it. Well, and you're not the only not, one. Hey, Jennifer, wait. I, I, I believe David in the Bronx has a uh, a different perspective to a degree and you've chatted with him before live on the uh, radio. So I want to bring in yeah. David. Just hold on one second, Jennifer. David, you just heard uh, Jennifer. What's your take on the uh, migrant situation? Yeah, firstly, uh, Jennifer, it's good to hear you. I was actually concerned because you haven't been around as much. Um, but um, as far as this migrant issue goes, as you know, I was in a homeless shelter for three years in New York City as a totally blind person. 
These migrants are basically considered homeless, and they should be treated like American homeless people, which means stop, when they tell stop, you— Stop, stop, David. Stop, stop, stop. I just want to follow well, you didn't up. You let me finish. Wait, well, David, because I don't have forever. First, David, Dominic, David, well, because me... I don't, David, I'm on a network clock. I don't have forever. You said they should be treated like American. What was your exact wording? Uh, look, when it comes to being moved, they should be treated like an American homeless person. Why? When, when Why? They tell you, wait, 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 wait. Finish, David, David, just please answer my question rather than being combative with me. And then you can finish. Why in the hell should they be treated like American citizens? All right. What I was saying, Dominic, is in the shelter system, which is what they're supposedly in, when they tell you to go to a different location, you go. You don't have a right to stand outside somewhere and protest. Okay, you I got go it now. Where they send you. I, I so agree with you. I'm I got it you now. Because you didn't let me. All right, because that's okay. what I'm saying. These people do not have a right to go where they want to okay, go. Okay, so wait a minute. Right? So wait a minute. Wait a minute. What What did Fred Sanford say in that television show, uh, uh, Faking a Heart Attack? Uh, Elizabeth, I'm coming to join you. Is Is that what he said, David? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, wait, 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 David, David, it's not yeah. your time. Relax. It's not your time. No, you I didn't say, you David, 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 David. Right. oh my God. I'm trying to give you a play here, David, and you want to be combative with me. I, what I was about to say is that you and Jennifer seem to agree on this. Jennifer, is, is that fair to say? I would definitely say so. I, I, and sadly, I think they're actually treated much better than American homeless. And David, thank you for your kind thought, by the way. I always enjoy hearing you. I think you're very bright and kind hearted, even if we disagree politically on a lot of things. I have a lot of respect for you. Um, re- re- really, Dominic, one last thing on the veterans. Um, New York City, on any given night, there's over a thousand um, homeless veterans. And you just mentioned the New England Shelter for Homeless Veterans here in, in Boston. My friend runs that, and on any given night, they have over 300 veterans in the city of Boston being housed there. We should all be ashamed. We should all be ashamed that we're allowing this Agreed. to happen. Because Agreed. those that gave the most and sacrificed the most get the least, and these people who trotted their buttocks across our border with their hands out are getting it all handed to them off the backs of those who gave so much, and it okay. sickens me. And I thank you, and I thank you, David. And thank you, Bless Jennifer. You. Now, David, Bless go right you. ahead, please. I don't know why you have to be so combative sometimes. All right, listen. All right, because you said something. Well, you quoted a Fred Sanford thing, which I tried to quote back to you, and then you came after me for some reason. Listen, I happen to be, I think, reasonable on this topic. What I was attempting to say, because you had a caller earlier who was disabled and was complaining about, listen, I just lost a benefit that paid for part of my medical cost. I am no longer able to afford one of my insulin and one of my other diabetes drugs. So I understand what it is like to have to struggle and see people who just came across our border being given things for free. That bothers me, okay? These people are being given medicine that I can no longer afford, okay? I'm not in great shape, Dominic, all right? Diabetes, kidney disease, foot amputated and totally blind. And I'm an American citizen. I worked 20 plus years before I lost my vision, okay? So I'm not happy to hear about this. These people do not have a right to complain. They're here as our guests, and they don't have a right to to demand things. And it's these advocates. 
I don't blame these people. They don't know any better. It's these advocates that are pushing these people. They should have to pay for this, not us. Okay? So that's why I'm upset. I'm not upset with you. I'm upset with the system, you know, because I'm suffering. There's other Americans who are suffering, and it's not right. And I'm sorry. I'm upset. I'm on the verge of tears. You know, I've worked hard all my life, and I can't afford medication. It's not right. I'm sorry, David, that that um, that you have to go through that, and I'm sorry uh, for you being blind, and and uh, and I'm sorry for your foot being amputated. I'm sorry for all the conditions uh, that you're dealing with. It, it is. You know, I'm doing the best I can. It's just, it's just it's not fair what they're doing to Americans, and and I'm as sympathetic to these people as anybody, but it's not right what they're doing to us. People, you know, I paid my taxes. I did everything right. And now I have to worry every day about buying medication and food and everything else. It's not fair. I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry, man. I have to I, say. I'm I, sorry. I, I, I understand, David. Please try as best as you can to calm down. I understand. Thank you for the call, David. But you're not going to help yourself by being upset. Let me go to Annie in Manhattan, New York. Annie, you are on the Rita Cosby Show. Dominic Carter filling in for Rita. What's on your mind? That's a hard act to follow. I'm very sorry about David and his um, infirmities. Um, he, but, you know, calling here, calling your station and getting so upset is not cool. And it's really hard to hear. I'm very sympathetic to him, but. You know, he does call a lot, and he is very combative, and, and hearing you and him go at it is really not pleasant. It really isn't. Um, okay, that's really not what I was calling about. I'm just making a comment. Um, I, I heard you mention you were going to talk about the Paul Pelosi situation, and I did see the tape. I did listen to the 911 operator. I thought she was unbelievably clueless it was horrifying to hear how she so Annie, let, let me ask you a yeah. question do you think she should be terminated because i thought that she was so bad and so clueless yeah. that she should not be taking 911 calls absolutely i agree wholeheartedly she was i mean this poor man was under such duress and he was keeping his cool and he was sending out all these signals and at one point when she said i'm going to hang up he kind of was able to keep her on the line and, and state his case and how dire he was, but in so many, not in, in, in kind of uh, telegraphing her the, 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 what he's going through, and she just did not get it. Yes, I do think she doesn't belong in that job. Interesting. Um, you know, I, I wanted to, um, I wanted to, I thank you for the call, Annie. I wanted to play the clips, but we, we just don't have time tonight. Maybe I will uh, uh, tomorrow. Uh, let's go uh, quickly to Deirdre in New Jersey. Deirdre, good evening. What's on your mind? How are you, Dominic? I'm doing okay. well. Thank you for asking. Go ahead. Okay. So I heard David just go off and say, well, you know, he always, I, I hear David a lot. And I, I understand. I empathize with him um, of his his ailments and what he goes through. But he just said it clearly. And their guests. Now, to me, when you're a guest, you come, and I, I treat you well, and you go. Okay, that's a guest to me. Not you come here and you stay. So I was a little taken back by his words. His words were, and they come here, and they're guests to our country. 
Well, if you're a guest, we have you, and then you go back where you came from. I couldn't agree with you more, Deidre. And I, I'm just wondering when, how long is this con going on against the American people? How long is this going to continue? That's the question that I have. And I say the same thing. When do you say the time is up? Now go back to where you came from and, or you can't stay here and ask and beg or want the handouts. Right. Agreed. Deidre, I thank you for the call. Folks, we are going to take a break. Dominic Carter filling in tonight for Rita Cosby. When we come back, we will continue with your telephone calls. The Rita Cosby Show. Dominic Carter in for Rita Cosby tonight. We are in the home stretch of her show. I will be back again tomorrow night. Let's continue with telephone calls up until the top of the hour. Let's go to Andrew, Stanhope, New Jersey. Andrew, what's on your mind? My, my mind is a fundraiser for David's medication, or maybe Kat himself will start that fundraiser. And uh just want to say, too, there's everyone welcomes the immigrants, but it is, like everyone's saying, unfair because my wife, pay, we pay for her college. She's here legally. But if Governor Murphy in New Jersey, if she was illegal and overstayed her visa, he wanted to pay for those that are undocumented their college. So it's like, well, why do we go to the meeting and go through the process? And she got naturalized. It's like, well, if she was here illegally, she would get tuition aid. But I want to say my main point was with the uh, high crime in, in the inner city, in the black cities. I think if you made a hardcore Democrat white liberals live in the housing projects and have their kids go to the failing schools in the inner city, they would completely see the failure of the programs. They would have to face up to their policies. And I just one example, this professor that lived across the street from my parents, he was complaining about stop and frisk. And he goes, the young black guy, it's just a cell phone. And I told him just what you were saying in Chicago, there were a hundred shootings in one weekend. And I said, you have two white daughters that are in their forties. They're not going to get shot in Stanhope by in a drive-by. But if you were in Chicago and a grandmother raising a kid, like you were raised by, you'd say something different because your, your kid's going to be the victim of those shootings. So they should be subjected to the policies they forced the inner city to live under. Well, that that's something that I could agree with, Andrew, you know, and thank you for the call. You know, let, let's look, let, let come and see what it's like for everyone, even in the worst case scenarios. And it would change practically uh, within days. Larry in Brooklyn, New York. Larry, what's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. You know, what I love about how this border issue is turning out is I love the callers that, you, that you've had tonight. Some of the callers, the polite women that say the one that said, well, they, they're not entitled to use the pool or the bar. And then the one that said to get their guests and they have to leave. You know, this issue is going to be decided by the decent people of America. Well, at least the decent people of New York and America and contrast that decency with the, with the uh, virtue signaling 
of Cardinal Dolan when he says, these are not migrants. These are people with mothers and fathers. All this virtue signaling nonsense. Now we see what real decency is. The real decency of the callers that we heard. Those are the ones that are going to, because if it was up to people like me, I would shoot these guys before they even put their pinky toe in this country. But, but it's not up to me because people like me don't rule the day, okay? It's people, the decent people are going to decide. It's not Cardinal Dolan and his virtue signaling. And by the way, Hey, hey, wait, Larry, something happened with your call. It sounds like you became muffled. I don't know what happened, but we do thank you for the call. Loretta in Brooklyn, New York. Loretta, go right ahead. Hi. Good evening, Dominic. Um, uh, Maria called a while back, and uh, I'm 77, and I'm disabled, and I get food stamps. I didn't know they were cutting off our emergency stamps. Yeah, I, I, I have to check into that, Loretta. What I'm I'm stuck on your first couple of words because you sound like you're about thirty years old. And, <laughs> I'll take it. And and you said you're you're you said you're seventy? Seventy seven. Wow. Wow. Well, uh, uh, God, thy will be done. That's it. Thy will be done. Because I've done everything wrong most of my life. So I'm here by the grace of God. Well, I, I I don't I don't think you've done everything wrong during during your life. I think that maybe you've done some things wrong, and I think that some of those things are perception. But but uh, you know we we all fall down in life, Loretta. The question is, do you get back up? And you're you're still standing at the end absolutely, of the day. Absolutely. But um, that's what I wanted to know. When are they doing this? And um, uh, um, I'm hanging on too, like Maria. I couldn't live here. I'm here for quite some time. I couldn't live here if my rent wasn't subsidized because I couldn't afford the rent on my income. And um, because of the food stamp program, you get a break on the Con Edison, the gas, and the phone. Uh, That's the doorway that opens up. I'm below poverty level. I don't pay income tax at the end of the year. And and yet, um, the big increase we had in January, right? It was a big increase. They took away the food stamps from us. Okay. Loretta, I want you to do me a favor. Just please hold on. Hold on. Don't hang up. Folks, Dominic Carter in for Rita Cosby. Rita had tonight off, and Rita has tomorrow night off. I will see you again right here tomorrow night. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network.